Hello everybody, my name is Gilbert, and if you have clicked on a series of buttons and have checked out this vi weird video with the weird thumbnail, then uh, you are listening to the Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report 93. Come on, boys, let's hear some noise. We did it. Woohoo, 93! <laughs> and that is our resident kazoo player, Impartial Marshall himself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome to Fulcrum Report 93. As I said, my name is Gilbert. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And you can follow us on Twitter at Fulcrum underscore report. Uh, I'm joined here today by my buddy and co-creator of the show. Uh, he was once the host, but I honestly don't know if I'll ever let him be host again. I think I like it here. I'm going to stay. But yeah, <laughs> say hello, Sebastian. Hello, Sebastian. <laughs> uh, uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, if you guys can uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rabbit Winter Soldier. But most likely, just follow me on Twitter because I'm doing weird stuff over there. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes, you are. <laughs> I take great inspiration from Jaden Smith. He's my, he's my spirit animal. See, I wonder how Marshall feels about all these men you're cheating on him with. Like, he's supposed to be your boyfriend, and you're just sitting here hitting on all these other guys. I mean, I was okay with, like, Todd Howard. Todd Howard's a very handsome man. <laughs> but come on, Seb. Two guys? Jaden and Todd? Yeah, dude. Now you're just being greedy, Seb. Like, you, you can't do that. Yeah. So it's either Todd or Jaden, Seb. I'm just straight up Jaden Smith's sugar, sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, anyway. now now we got to make that your new nickname. Like, you're no longer Fulcrum, now you're Sugar Baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, but thank you for joining us. Um, and then, if you heard that other voice, then you are hearing uh, the impartial himself, Mr. Marshall, coming to us from, uh, I believe it's Birmingham in the UK. Uh, what's up, Mr. Marshall? How's it going? Hello there. Thank you for having me. Yes, Gilbs, I am unfortunately from Birmingham. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk some Rainbow Six. And I did have a funny joke, but I forgot it on the way up the stairs. So I'm just going to have to live with that. You got to get off the bong pipe, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Sebastian D fall dance. <laughs> you know, I almost shed a tear the other day when I heard the uh, classic OG Fortnite theme, like the from 2017 or whatever. I was like, I miss the good old days. What the good old days? Good old days of Fortnite. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, welcome, Marshall. Uh, over there on the other end, we also have our very own Crazy Uncle Harrison coming to us from, uh, I think it's Southampton is where you're from? Yeah. All yeah, right. You got yeah. that right. Hell yeah. I'm awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I remember looking it up and seeing that like that's where the Titanic took off from, so that's why I remember yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's like the <laughs> one thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Welcome to the show, Harrison. Uh, tell us where we can follow you and what's up. Hello. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Harrison Ballman and on Instagram at Harrison Ballman. Uh, I'm also hanging out on Reddit a bit um, today. A joke I put on Twitter and I just screen capped and posted to Reddit has got uh, 250 votes. So I'm oh, feeling very yeah. snug. Very nice, dude. Very nice. You're a little like Reddit celebrity up in here. I was feeling really good about my two up votes with my Apex or my <laughs> Hyperscape upload. <laughs> Hyperscape. Two whole up votes. Whoa. All right. But yeah, welcome to the show, Harrison. It's good to have you here. Uh, all right. Are you guys ready for the quiz question and we can get started? Absolutely. Yes, please. All right. So I'm not sure if you've been hearing about it, but Avatar The Last Airbender has been having some controversy about the live action uh, Netflix series. 
and uh, I guess what's been going on with it has been that the, like supposedly the writers of it, the original writers, uh, Don Brian Dante Diamar, Di, uh, I don't know the uh, names. Yeah, like it's Brian like Dimatino, and then Alan Shizaki. I don't know. It's something yeah, really so, weird. Some like bizarre names like that. But yeah, the point is that they they can't they quit. Uh, they were going to be on the show, the Netflix show, and then they quit. Like they decided to, to not be with it because of like creative differences. And so the rumor going around is that the reason is is that Netflix wants to age up the characters and add more uh, sex, dr- uh, violence, and blood to it, and like you know little more like adult themes yeah so like what i want you guys to do is i want you to take a beloved cartoon and age it up a little bit yeah and add some like some adult themes (laughs) oh okay i got it see see, yeah and i don't want to hear anyone that already have adult themes like samurai jack or any of the ones like that so you can only be like you know scooby-doo like your your power of girls like your danny phantoms Ed and Eddie's only things that you know don't have uh, that already don't have those themes to add it to them. Uh, uh, Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for like fairly odd parents or some. Gilbert, stop! <laughs> You're wiping somebody off the board. I know. <laughs> those are the only three I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but you guys got it then. You you get it. You get the question. I can get yeah. it. Boss. All right, cool. So all right, let, with that, let's actually get onto our first topic. Uh, yeah, and that's this is the picture that's been uh, circulating around on Twitter, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the basic gist of it is, uh, let me see, uh, Netflix, the fact that Netflix and the creators could not only unify on a common overall tone in the show, Netflix currently wants to age up Aang, Zuko, Katara, and Sokka, they also want to separate it from the live action and from the animated show by creating a darker, mature tone with more romance, sex, and blood. Uh, Diamardo and... Kone or Konetakzo or Tak, uh, see, disagreed with the remaining a, or and remained adamant that the show be more aimed at kids. So mm-hmm. that's what we're dealing with here. And so, like, uh, first, I guess I'm going to start off with Harrison. You you like uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender? So, what do you what are your thoughts on aging? I up? completely agree with the creators of this. We do not need Avatar to become the new Titans. By it, it was ter- literally Fuck Titans. Titans is awful. It is bad. It is stupid. And like that, that's what they're trying to do. Netflix are going like, oh yeah, but the only thing that sells is violent heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really think that 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 is a bad idea. Um, uh-huh. I just I think because once you start like you know exploring the real world consequences of these things, mm-hmm. uh, it gets too much. You know, and like, it's like, ah, actually, this works better, a little bit more cartoony. So it's a little bit, you can think, yeah, there is a giant war going on and people are shooting fire at each other. You don't have to worry so much about like all the deaths um, and like the countless suffering. But an adult Netflix show will be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, we'll check out this amazing torture scene where a firebender like, and I like scorches somebody with his tongue or something weird. So, yeah, I get that. (laughs) But I mean, they do deal with adult, kind of adult themes. Like they do, they are kids, but they are in war. People do die throughout the series of the show. And I mean, if you look at like The Legend of Korra, I mean, that kind of stuff, like that deals with more adult themes. And while it may not have sex, it kind of implies it. So, I mean, like, okay, well, apparently someone didn't agree with me there. Was that, was that you, Sebastian? That's what the hell? I mean, it's green enough. Yeah, was it? Hey, hey, no. Korra, there's a lot of good in Korra. I, I no, won't no, have no, anything. Uh, no, I'm talking about the sex. No sex in Avatar, please. 
I'll just keep looking at Aang. Aang is looking me in the eyes and I'm like, please stop. <laughs> How are all your pop vinyls like facing you, Sebastian? Don't you have thousands? Yeah, but they, they all, they all eyes. seem to be looking at you. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a no from you, Harrison? Absolutely, that, that is a no. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so Sebastian, uh, you, you're you kind of familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Yes, but I think I had to stop halfway through because I was stupid and told my parents about it one day. And then, see, I, I wised up. Uh, I'm like super conservative. But yeah, why? What's wrong with it, Avatar? I was like, oh, well, I think we heard about... Them Far Eastern theories, boy. Oh, I think I remember I was trying to... <laughs> what were you saying? Go for it, go for it. I want to hear my dad impression. Going to them Tibetan mystics and whatnot. Talking <laughs> about all the tattoos and the monkeys. Ah, <laughs> uh, I haven't done in this house. So, so, yeah, what is it? Is it like bending elements like a slight against God or something or what? <laughs> You want to ruin it for me? I we were watching um we were watching a movie and they had the trailer for the Airbender and then we saw a poster for Avatar the other one. Oh god! So I was telling my dad I was like, oh Avatar, I watched that show and I was trying to. That's what you had to do as a kid, right? You have to sell your parents on like take you to see these these like yeah, kid movies. No, no, it's yeah. gonna be cool. So I was telling him about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's about like four different nations. One controls fire. What? And that's like right what I screwed up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, and then the yeah, other one, they the control. Devil. My dad's like, so they control different elements. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, that comes from this, you know, religion. And he's like, that's not, that's not good. You can't watch that anymore. All right. So it's because it's like what, like pseudo Buddhist teachings. That's the problem. And then, and then also throw out your Yu-Gi-Oh cards because those are named after demons. And <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> oh dear God, God. yeah. How how was your dad on Captain Planet? I was, <laughs> the 90s, I don't know how I got away with 90s cartoons. How was your dad okay, on so anyways, um, so I, I am pretty damn familiar with this. And then I saw, I actually just bought the entire Blu-ray collection. So I'm like ready to go watch oh, these. Right. I also saw they're on Netflix. So uh, I'm super psyched to jump back into my childhood and like finish the saga. Um, what I, I don't want to necessarily comment on like the, the, the sex and all that stuff. I'm just, I, I'm thinking right off the bat. I'm like, look at what some of their most successful stuff has been on yeah. Netflix, like the Stranger Things audience. So obviously like the first cartoon is, uh, you know, that was Nickelodeon and it had like, a, it's for children slash like young teenagers, you know? So I'm thinking, why don't you just go a little tiny notch up and go for like the Stranger things audience you know the kids that are you know go a little bit more like that and then also tune in on the the audience that uh us us the 20 20 what something year olds almost 30s you know that grew up with this stuff because we're going to want to check it out too obviously so kind of just think those two audiences and i think you should have a hit on your hand right uh yeah see i think that's what they're doing though is that you say like the 20 to 20 to 30 year olds i mean we were the ones who watched it when it was coming out originally so i think that by aging it up and trying to make it a little darker i think that's what they're doing is aiming it at the people who are in their 20s and 30s now who were kids at the time see i think that the Anytime they do this to our stuff, like anything, we, you mentioned Titans earlier, and they're like, fuck Batman. It just comes off like forced. And it's like, you know, I like things when they're like this naturally, you know, like we we reviewed Love, Death and Robots, or we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. And that was naturally adult, and that was super cool and fun. But I don't want to take something that I kind of have fond memories of, and, and it were more wholesome. Like, I don't want to see it R-rated, you know, uh, Power Rangers, anything like that. You know what I mean? I kind of want to keep it in the realm of what it was. And if you do want to, you know, age it up for the time or make it a little bit more, you know, 
whatever, then that's fine. But like, you know, e- even 2017 Power Rangers, I think, was taking almost just a tad too far. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, well, first of all, I need to show you the uh, bootleg universe Power Rangers, and then we'll talk about this. No, I saw that. I saw that one. It's cool, but it's so and like it's cool, but like at the same time, it's like I think I saw the Black Ranger like snorting coke or something like that. Oh, you absolutely did. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. You know what I mean? What that's do you mean it's too much? Why? Why do we need that? You know what I mean? <laughs> because in real life, people do drugs. Sebastian's a thing that happens. Yeah, but <laughs> they do the Power Rangers. The the Power Rangers need drugs. About they're not using their weapons unless it's for defense. And now I have the Black Ranger being like, "This is I made all my money." Okay, but you know what? When they lose the war, the whole like rules about them being Power Rangers kind of go out the window. And that was the whole point of that fan film: is that they lost. They weren't Power Rangers anymore. <laughs> this is an argument you're going to lose. There's about 20 years of Star uh, Power Rangers canon stacked, uh, stacked up against you. Oh, and I will argue it until I'm blue in the face. Like you, you want to go back and argue this? I let's let's argue it, son. But all I'm saying is that, like, I don't mind when they age it up somewhat. Like, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, fine, some shows don't need it, but, I mean, it can be a good thing. And again, like, look at Legend of Korra. Like, it did kind of a similar thing. It aged up, and it kind of got, like, a little, like, older audiences. It was meant for the people who watched the show as a kid, but then ended up, like, uh, growing up, you know. And it makes <laughs> references to, to sex a, a couple of times. But it sounds like they want to turn it into Game of Thrones. Well, right. Sebastian, I, I will have you know that Game of Thrones, at least for the first few seasons, was like one of the most popular shows. And then when the eighth season came, it totally started to suck. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I thought it was popular for all the wrong reasons. Is okay, it the well, part you- about rebooting these things, too? And I want to I want to hear what Marshall says eventually, too. But uh, uh, isn't the thing about rebooting all this stuff, too, is to inter- reintroduce it to like a younger generation? That way, when I have my kids one day, hopefully they're rebooting it and I can show them a, a, hopefully a nicer uh, like, mm. you know, cool graphic. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one reason, but also another, the problem with that is that kids don't have the money like their parents do. So you also need to make shit like, that appeals to them as well. So that way they'll actually, you know, pay the money to see it. But if I see Avatar turned into this like R-rated thing, I'm not going to be like, hey, son, this is, Av-. You, you know what I mean? All the way, like I want to show them. Well, yeah, that, but it feels like they're not trying to make it for your kids. They're just trying to make it for you. And that's why, and then I think this is why the directors left then. So like, this is where it literally like I'm kind of on the director side, I guess. Then. All right, I see that. Uh, so Marshall, you're not really familiar with Avatar, are you? you have Avatar? Seen? No, I have no idea. Okay, so I mean, just but in general, I mean, if it, if you were familiar with this, this was like one of your favorite cartoons, or just you know, <laughs> imagine this is one of your favorite cartoons. I imagine it, like, would you be okay with them aging up like something that you like loved as a small child, and then now they're just trying to like make it into something like dark, like Game of Thrones? Like, would you be down for this? Uh, no, I, I'm not the kind of the kind of person who like watches the show because it has all those things in it. Um, part of the reason I didn't really enjoy Game of Thrones because I thought it was a bit over the top with all that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, if it was a, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, the last show I really, really liked was Black Sails, which was kind of Game of Thronesy for with pirates. Yeah. But it, the I gore mean. and violence wasn't to the extent of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But if that was, if that had the amount of violence and stuff like that as Game of Thrones did, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. It's just not really my thing. All right. Yeah, I get that. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Here, one one word just popped into my head real quick, and then I don't need to. Uh, Hunger Games. Why don't you kind of stick with that? That's still younger teenager, but pretty damn violent. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good in that, that realm, if you want to like, but like, don't push it any further than that, man. What are you trying to do? 
what's the point yeah. of this at the end of the day? I'm telling uh -huh. you, man, the whole point of this was to make money. It's not, it's not to like bring in new audiences. It's not to bring in uh, like another, uh, like people. It is entirely to make money off of the people who used to like this, but they, they're grown up now and they want to see something that's not, that doesn't make them feel childish. Don't do it with poor Avatar. That one already got yeah, shagged I, once. <laughs> right. Because I'm not, I'm not having that with this because I, I don't think, Mm -hmm. There are a couple of things that they're, they're not doing. If they were just throwing shit at the wall, they would do it with kids because they just go, well, we haven't got a live action kids thing. Let's do that. But let's face it, the reason that they don't want to do it with such young children is because it is difficult to do legally. So they just they try to do something that is easier. And it's mm -hmm. not like a creative decision at all. It's all business. And that's been backed up by, well, like the popular shows that we've got are kind of aimed at like a young adult audience. Let's have them match that. And let's not forget that what we will probably end up with if they do age up is not going to be like, not even like Titans. It's going to be more like Riverdale and Sabrina. And it's, it's <laughs> oh, going to, you know, it's going to be the worst parts of Cora. Cora, like, no one enjoyed all the stuff where her and Mako were like, ooh, are we dating or not? No one watched that show for that. We were there to see spirits and go and watch um, the guy from Whiplash playing an old mage. It was oh, the best yeah, thing. Dude, dude J.K. Simmons was like the best choice for Yeah, J.K. Simmons, that was it. Yes, he's amazing. Oh, God, yeah. See, yeah, like, admittedly, there were some parts in there that were kind of racy, like, there was a part where I think I remember that, like, it was during the early season one where they were talking about, like, oh, I want to be with you, but I want to be with you, too. Like, there's a part where he's like, no, I'm with Asami. Yeah, but when you're with her, you're thinking about me. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, that is that is pretty crazy for a kid's show. I'm like, they are blatantly implied. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that costume was good. And, right, if they wanted to do something aged up and they were like, right, we're just going to carry on, like, the Korra show or something like that, or we're going to remake the cut, that'd be fine with that. But it's it's this idea that they're remaking um, the original series, even if they were going to like, right, we're going to pick up later on in Aang's life when he is like, you know, 18, and we'll see what he's up to then, but it's after the original series. That would be That'd so be cool. fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I'd be down Because I do have an affinity for this thing already, and then, like I said, I what, I just want to finish it up. I hear you guys talk about Korra, and that's making me really, really jealous, because I, I have seen little clippets of, like, old Yang and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's on Netflix now, dude. You can go watch yeah, it. Yeah, I just need to marathon the entire thing. I'm trying to watch Pokemon Indigo also, so it's, like, really rough. But <laughs> nerd. Um, so, like, yeah, I really like the idea of, like, what you're saying is... Uh, continue off that but like now we get to see where they're at but live action that would be so fuck i want to try not to swear so much so we don't we get more viewers but that would be cool <laughs> yeah that would be I, I that'd be that. so cool <laughs> okay so i think we pretty much talked everything about that you guys have any like last thoughts anyone like anything you want to say before we go uh no 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 i want them to make a good avatar video game but that's oh, entirely yeah. unrelated. Oh, dude, that, yeah, that's just... Yeah, maybe maybe make an actual game and then not just put them as characters in Smite. <laughs> I, I want to see, um, hopefully, they, they take this... I don't think they'll take this as a lesson for the directors leaving. Like, I mean, obviously, we'd all hope they'd be like, oh, my God, you know, Eye Awakening. Like, oh, you know what, maybe this isn't the best idea. So hopefully they don't just get some yes-men in there that just make the thing that they wanted. Because, like... Do we? I don't know. Everybody, do you really want a Witcher-styled <laughs> Airbender show? I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, 
maybe. I just realized I am genuinely wearing um, Water Tribe earrings right now. Oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Representing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, so actually, let's just go around the room real quick. Let's just do this real quick. Uh, starting with Marshall. So let's, uh, what's your guys' element? Like, uh, yeah, Marshall, what's your element, do you think? Cabbage. Cabbage. <laughs> I love it. No. That is, the, that is the correct answer. I love it. Okay, uh, Harrison, I'm guessing, yeah, yours would probably be, like, water then? Like, I'm yeah, I think so. All right. So, uh, Sebastian, how about you? I want you to guess. I want you to guess. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you think? I'm guessing probably water. Uh-uh. I like oh, the earth. With, with, right. Oh. Yeah, I could say, like, kick into the ground, and then, and then they have to do, like, a double, like, a combo move with <laughs> boulders and shit. I love that shit. I thought you would have said fire in, like, fire in defiance of your father banning you from Avatar because of fire. I do have a bit of that in there. Maybe I'm an, uh, maybe I'm the avatar. <laughs> maybe. See, yeah, uh, me. It's always got to be fire because I'm just like that'd be the like the most awesome power. Mm-hmm. I am a bread bender. <laughs> a blood bender. Oh, dude, that's messed up. Yeah, don't. Not even. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So some of you, I'm sure, have already heard about the controversy between uh, Epic Games and uh, the creators of Fortnite <laughs> and uh, yeah, Apple. The because apparently what they've been doing is they got banned from, uh, Fortnite was banned from uh, the Apple and Google Play stores. Like, you can't get it on mobile anymore because, I guess, what they were doing is they were kind of, like, circumventing Apple's uh, store, and they were giving their people, the op- like, any players, the option to kind of just, like, uh, they allowed them to buy their in-game currency, you know, just directly from Epic Games, from their website, as opposed to buying it from Apple. And so that way, like, that way to avoid the 30%, uh, charge that Apple puts on all of their stuff, and so yeah, I guess that's what they were. And then they made it a, a real quick. I want to interject real, real fast. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, they made it a little bit even easier than that. When you go into the mobile, when you went in, into the mobile thing, there was just two two checkbox options, and one was normal price with Apple, and then the other one was a checkbox, and it says seven ninety nine thirty. You know, with us. Yeah, exactly. Like they, it was like a lot cheaper if you uh, bought it directly from them versus on the Apple site or on the Apple store. And so from there, what they did is they decided, you know what, we don't want to do that. Like Apple uh, decided to ban them. And so in retaliation, Epic mm-hmm. Games, they ended up suing them. And then also what they ended up doing is within like 48 hours of the lawsuit, they ended up creating uh, this video that you can kind of see right here. Uh, and yeah, what it was is that's like uh, a 1984 uh, reference. Like they they, made, they call it 1980 Fortnite, and they at the end like during it they directly call out Apple and like their the what they did and like oh we're fighting back against the monopoly of Apple. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so they're yeah they they make this whole uh, or they make this whole thing, and the the irony there is it's it's a parody of an old Macintosh uh, Apple commercial, <laughs> and so. Yeah. Yeah, as you can see here, uh, she's running. She smashes the the wind or the wall, and then yeah, I, 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 I have fast. to say, <laughs> I need to get on this soapbox for a moment. I am so annoyed they're copying this ad because it was a terrible ad to begin with. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like we all, the only reason anyone remembers that ad is because it was weird and they didn't know what it was about. Because it says nothing. It's just like oh, danger, hammer, and doesn't even say like. <laughs> what apple is yeah it's basically just like mm. buy an apple computer so that way 1984 doesn't feel like 1984 it's like what does that even mean like why is but how is buying an apple computer gonna make life better for me like that it doesn't whatever man 
I really hope I could buy that skin later, by the way. Oh, you'll almost <laughs> assuredly be able to buy that skin. Do you have no shame? I re okay, so real quick, Gilbert, you if you boot up the game playing this the first time, mm -hmm. uh, I heard mildly about this news. A cutscene started playing, and I thought it was some in-game event or something. And then it, all this shit has started happening. It was kind of not only eerie, but like I've never seen anything like this in a game. Like I felt like it was kind of a part of something weird. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they ended up doing this thing that you can read. It's like Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. In retaliation, Apple is blocking Fortnite for a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020. I want to say one more thing really quick. You want know really gets my blood boiling? is you know i we don't get very political on here but we literally what was it two months ago just had the black lives matter thing yes and they had some you. yeah they had some talks in that and that's cool that they brought attention to it um but they they straight up force you to watch this bullshit because they can't sell their you know they're just they're doing something very shady and wrong and and uh poor black lives matter didn't get shit i'm pissed I'm almost like almost to the point, almost to the point. If I if it wasn't like a thing that me and my girlfriend did together, I would I would kind of just be nice to shit. Okay, but why is that exactly? Like, what did they do? What do you think they did wrong? Or what is that really a big deal? What they did? Okay, so I'm Cheetos. I'm Cheetos, and I bring my store into a Walmart, and Walmart allowed me to sell my Cheetos at a price. You know what I mean? And I make my profit, and Walmart takes the the other thing, and then all of a sudden I'm like, hey. Psst, psst, psst come buy the shoes for me right here inside of the fucking walmart store basically okay i see and i'm like fine for me and you can get them at a discount price and i'm gonna make all the profit that's so not okay where what business allows you to do that we've made a prior agreement yeah but they ch they're charging them like 30 percent of their of like the the gross receipt i'm like what the hell did you not make the agreement with me in the first place well yeah i guess they did but then i don't want to hear shit all right you know what i don't want to hear it all right, fine, whatever, Sebastian. Yeah, no, there's, not, there's, you know, I literally go edit. This is gonna be so backwards of me, but I always think back to that proverb where you have the guy, uh, you have the guys working in the field, and the one guy agrees to work for five bucks, and the other guy works to agrees to work for twenty bucks. Now, at the end of the day, they see the pay. One guy goes, "What the hell?" You know, blah 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 blah. And he said, "You know, when I offer you five, you didn't bother to, you know, I could have paid you twenty, but you didn't bargain or anything, and you agreed to this. That's what I'm paying you." So I'm saying, like, if they wanted to fight this, they should have did that during the bargaining agreement. Like, this is, you're too late. No, no, you're being I, bad I, now. <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Yeah, yes, yeah. Like, what's really wrong with this uh, is the fact that they've got their audience involved. There is nothing wrong with Epic suing Apple and, like, doing this and going, this is not okay. They can be in the news about it. It can be in the media. But this is directly, like, encouraging their audience that are, a lot of them are just kids, like literal children, yeah. like not even teenagers, children, mm -hmm. and like into into a boycott and acting like, you know, they're kind of acting like the Trump administration, and it's weird. Like I said, I I would, and this is coming from a Fortnite fan. You guys hear me gush about it, and you make fun of me every week. If it weren't for me and my girlfriend spending a lot of money on it and having a good time together, I would straight up, I'm done with this shit. You know what I mean? I really don't support any of this. This is not okay. See, yeah, you say that. But then as like a few months down the line, we're going to end up getting this, uh, you know, whatever battle pass or this, the killing Joe or yeah, the last laugh, uh, Fortnite bundle. And then <laughs> that's all going to go away.
Okay, and then on the opposite side, come November, I will drop twenty dollars for Joker because I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I mean. Is that like so? It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, like I said. <laughs> oh yeah, and did you just see how they put it here? It said Fortnite Last Laugh Bundle announced for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So it's only it's for like consoles only, and they oh, made a it? point to say that. Oh. Really? Are you, are you sure? They made sure to put all that up there, too. I never knew that. Yeah, I know. It looks like they're directly like jabbing at Apple, being like, hey, we're, we're putting it out only for console. Oh, oh you're well, right. Yeah. It's not on that anymore. Oh, by the way, anybody in Discord, join the Discord. I will show you my phone that has Fortnite on it. I have. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> mine, has, mine has flappy birds. So. Oh, you, you lie. Don't lie. It does not. <laughs> But yeah, so so uh, Marshall. So, and what are you thought? What are your thoughts on this? Is like, is this cool? Like, do you do you support Epic? Do you support Apple? Like, what do you think that? Like, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? And like, who's in the wrong? Who's in the right here? Well, I have grossly misunderstood the situation because I thought it was uh, Fortnite was charging twenty percent less for V Bucks without telling Apple about it, and then Apple got pissed because they're making less profit from the V Bucks now. Kind that of. Was, that was my thinking of it. I mean, it's it, it's kind of because they're making less money, but yeah, no, it's because they went behind their back and just and are selling it directly to the consumer rather than going through their store. Uh, okay, yeah, that is that is pretty uh pretty shitty of them to do that. Yeah, but as Harrison said, getting the public involved, well, getting their players involved, it's just silly, like. They could have done something for Black Lives Matter. And I think they should these... turn the game off for Black Lives Matter. If you yeah. really want to make a difference, turn your shit off. Well, you the fun. amount of millions and millions they make from V Bucks, they could have, you know, donated, donate, donated that. But what exactly are they getting their fans to free Fortnite from? Like, no, the they did the... from the tyranny of Apple and their App Store. One billion dollar corporation versus another. Like, why would you want to fight for that or fight with Fortnite for that, you know? Like, I'm sure most of them don't give a shit. They just want to play the game and spend their V-Bucks. Well, yeah, but see, the problem is that's what you do now is that if you look at it, like, Twitter is a very powerful thing. That's how you get things, like, done or that's how you get your message or your movements across. And, like, I mean, they're just doing what everyone else does and that – and. It's working. I mean, you you can see it right now. Like they're it's well, yeah, and then they also see it working with like the Snyder cut. They see fan re response or reaction working. You know, change Sonic and everything. So they're trying to do that, but like exactly. I said, for the wrong fucking reasons. This is the you know. I mean, yeah, they're just doing it to make money. They're not really doing it for a cause. <laughs> they're doing it for them for out of selfish reasons. Hashtag fuck Fortnite. How about that? I'm almost <laughs> yeah. done with yeah. this. Shit. I'm almost done with this shit. Like I said, it's. Uh -huh. <laughs> It, it's, until the joker bundle comes out it really does like you're like what are you doing epic yeah, like 100%. why how do you at all think this is appropriate at any point this year like after why? after the things that have happened every single thing that's happened this year and the fact that there are still like people out in the streets protesting there are people getting kicked out of places for not wearing masks freaking out there's like so much trouble going on right now they didn't even do like some cool, shit now they didn't even do like yeah. a cool covid like oh since you're going to be inside all day exactly they could have easily made a skin with like 
you know, a mask on and, and then work. You gave some of the profits towards COVID relief efforts, you know, but it's nothing. It, this is just a completely selfish thing they're doing. Yeah. All right. Read that right there. Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. In retaliation, Apple is blocking Fortnite from a billion <laughs> devices. Join the fight to stop 2020. You remember the thumbnail I made for the uh, challenge that one week, the fucking report? That's what we are this week. <laughs> like I said, it's so hard for me to not like. I'm. I'm like. Don't. I. I almost don't want to talk about it because you might talk me into it. Like. Oh god. So like, like <laughs> My girlfriend will will murder me if I do that because. Uh-huh. But like, but you read this shit and it's almost disgusting. Epic Games says to fight the Apple Store monopoly in relation. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most provocative thing, too. You know, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, my God, did something really bad happen in the world? Yeah. Imagine if it's like, you know, X amount of people have died because of all this bullshit. You know, we're going to we're going to shut this thing off. And you guys could. It was so it was a beautiful moment. If it mattered something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, right. There's a big there's there's a genuine issue. There is an app store monopoly. It is a problem. It's yeah. a real bad thing for loads of small businesses trying to get things to work. Yeah. And like Apple and Facebook and huge conglomerates have been buying people out and making these horrible systems where no one else can win unless they go through them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Epic Games was not one of those people who needed help. Epic no. Games are just making slightly less Tencent. millions. They're owned by Tencent, a huge Chinese company. Yeah. So yeah, is this just China trying to start shit with an American company then? Yeah, no, we're not, we're not we're not going there. But like, yeah, do you you guys are aware that they're they're owned by Tencent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, the Red the, one Dragon of the biggest, Awakens, the biggest gaming companies in the world. It's Chinese company. Doesn't Tencent have something to do with TikTok as well? They have something to do with everything. You oh, would have no I'm idea. Telling you, man, the Chinese, the Red Dragon Awakens. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Maybe Tencent owns me. You know that like Pokemon um, MM or what was that? That Pokemon MOBA that everybody was shitting on that they absolutely should not release. Tencent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that one, Harrison? No. The yeah, there's like a Pokemon MOBA coming out. <laughs> oh. No, oh. I, I haven't seen that either. It's like a League of Legends, but for Pokemon, it's horrible. Okay, oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though. There is actually some truth about about the whole like China thing in terms of you could read this as a Chinese company, a different Chinese company other than TikTok fighting back against TikTok being banned. So like, mm-hmm. right, you, you're going to ban that. We're going to cause trouble in all of your apps, like in your <laughs> app store platform. Dude, and there are a lot of people out there who use TikTok in the world. Like, it's it is freaking ridiculous. Who most of whom? And the TikTok and Fortnite crossover is pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're 100 right about that. The one that well, confused that me too. Okay, so the app, you, and then I want to say this real quick because not a lot of people are focusing on this part. They're also banned from Google, and they've had way more buddy buddy relationships with Google that to the point where they've even had um like uh galaxy skin crossovers and stuff like that um and like they're straight out calling out apple but they did this with google and google also did it to them i don't know why they're not like uh outwardly attacking apple so or uh google so hardcore but yeah, yeah. Uh, google did this to them also 
Like, I mean, obviously they're not, they're not. And then, and then Apple comes out with their, uh, their announcement, uh, like a public announcement saying, no, they did this behind our backs. They didn't even come to us. And this violates the agreement they made in the beginning, the contract they signed or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think it's so weird that like, they're also, it is funny that it is now that you're opening my eyes a little bit more, it is almost Chinese company versus Chinese company because they're not really fighting Google on this all the way, even though Google did the exact same thing to them. Yeah. Okay, so maybe the problem is we just shouldn't have all the stuff owned by just one or two companies in the world, you know? Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, it seems like you guys are all pretty much in the same boat. seems like what you guys think is what, you know, what Epic Games is doing is pretty childish, pretty greedy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. So, yeah, I think we pretty much talked this one to death. Um, I think, so we're going to move on. But before we do that, I have something a little special that I want you guys to do. Uh, we got a uh, mid uh, mid episode quiz question. Oh no! Oh, and yeah, you guys don't have any time to prepare. You're gonna have to do it like on the fly. Okay. Oh heck! Yeah. So what I want you to do is you're gonna create the uh, counter ad that Apple does to retaliate. Okay, I got it. All right, Marshall says he has it, so let's hear him. Okay, so um, it's just a guy in a suit sat in a completely blank room on a steel chair, not dancing at all to you know like all these cover songs that are coming out now and it's like a really breathy slow version from a woman in a white dress it's it's a woman like that playing the harp to the default dance song like and then and then it just says a uh, free apple and then you get a free apple <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure what I expected from you, Marshall, but that's awesome. Uh, Harrison, what you got? Okay. I think I got one. All right. Go for it. So um, the anti Fortnite uh, ad opens on a white room, and two people walk in, uh, both wearing uh, various neon colored clothes and bandanas and things. And one of them says, in the style of the old Apple ads, Hi there. I'm Fortnite, and I'm also Fortnite. We're both trash. Hi. <laughs> I'm the Fortnite that's made up <laughs> that's made up of minor celebrities trying to be remembered on Twitch. Hi. I'm the Fortnite that's entirely made up of kindergartners, and yet you're somehow on their server. Hi. <laughs> and it's just that for about sixty minutes. <laughs> that's wonderful. No 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 free fruit. No free fruit at the end, Harrison. Oh yeah, what the hell? No, no. Um, <laughs> there is a pinata um, that is just full of receipts that don't add up. Proceeds <laughs> the donut. Proceeds the That's awesome. That that is wonderful. I see. I never know what to expect from you, Harrison. But that was just incredible. So, uh, yeah. Let's. All right, uh, Sebastian. What you got for me? Okay. Here you go. Ready? So it's it's uh, it's Jonesy like Jones. out in the fields farming, Jones. and he's he's uh farming and, and cultivating his his like little llama kind of like strawberry farmers almost, but it's like little llamas. Mm-hmm. And and what's his name? This apple guy pulls up in his truck and sees him working hard and and offers him like a job. So he like brings him into the apple store, and and they like make their little agreement. And then like uh, and then Jonesy all of a sudden like has a huge house and like everything's all cool and stuff. And then like they sh- you know. And then all of a sudden you see Jonesy in the Apple store with like a trench coat pulling people off to the side, like offering all kinds of like uh, he pulls open his coat and he's and he's selling uh, llamas and his thing. 
and then all the the sudden the the apple guy with the shades sees him and and look and looks at, at Jonesy and Jonesy looks at him and and there's just a look of of they don't say anything to each other but there's a look of um like hurt in them and <laughs> and the apple guy just kind of does a face palm thing and and turn and turns his back on Jonesy but by, by Jonesy do you mean Jonesy the cat from Alien no like the the main the main Fortnite like do you have a, do you have a screenshot of him Gilbs Jonesy. Uh yeah, give me a second. I could pull it up. I I think he's in the, the, the blonde guy, like the the generic oh. blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, got it. I think I there. I didn't even know he had a name. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, here, Jonesy. That's like the poster boy for for, for Dead, apparently. <laughs> so you have you have him. You know, so you have this heartwarming tale of how like you know Apple hooks him up with the job and like allows him to like sell in a store and stuff, and then all of a sudden Jonesy starts doing some shady shit and just <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I don't know what I was. Yeah, this is some interesting answers from you guys. I'm, but I think it's got to go to Harrison. Obviously, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you all for your answers, guys. But yeah, like that was just like the funniest one. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the bag of receipts sold it for me. <laughs> <laughs> the bag. <of> <laughs> that that was like the weirdest thing too. All right. Uh, I think we've pretty much talked this one to death. Now let's move on to the next one, uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so Sebastian, what are your thoughts on this? It's a life <laughs> yeah. day tree, thank you. Oh yeah, and that's a life day <laughs> ugly sweater. No, no, it's ugly a life deal. day sweater. <laughs> it's a damn Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, stop trying to kick Jesus out of your holidays. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> It's an ugly yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, it is probably an ugly but yeah, he, Christmas sweater. Isn't but it? yeah, he's uh, wearing a, an ugly Christmas sweater. I mean, you don't have that for any other holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have seen ugly menorahs. Yeah. But that's <laughs> Okay, so uh, Sebastian, you you've told us often about the, uh, the original holiday special, the original Christmas special. So what are your thoughts on this? Does this look like something you might want to watch? Does it look like it'd be interesting to you or what? Mm. So first of all, I still haven't seen that. So during Christmas, we're all going to watch that. Yeah, and it, I, I, I believe this I've one comes out in December's as well. Yeah, so maybe we'll do like a one week one thing and another thing that because I haven't seen either of them. Uh, my my first opinion off of like this the Christmas special is like I absolutely know it's going to be trash, but it's like good trash that you're supposed to watch with your buddies and just laugh the entire time at how ridiculous it is. Mm -hmm. And the Lego things kind of seem to rift off all the ridiculous things that are in Star Wars between all the amazing things. So I think this is just going to be a recipe for excellence. <laughs> it's going to be a good, entertaining 30 minutes of just ridiculousness. Okay, so Seb, uh, without being obvious, who's going to be the, uh, the Hanukkah representative of this group that we see here? Like, we'll obviously have a Christmas representative in Poe. Who's going to be the Hanukkah representative? Um, Chewbacca. No, I'm kidding. It's, no, it's BB-8. He has like the little yarmulke on. Like, <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, no, for real. And then he has like a new paint scheme for this one. It's like uh, white and he has like the little Star of David on there. That would be cool. I could also use him as a dreidel. Yes. I don't know. Dio. Okay, uh, Harrison. Um, without or Who's going to be the Kwanzaa representative? Uh, well... Mm, yes. Um, it's obviously Rose Tico. No, yeah, you know, <laughs> of those on screen, we'll say yes. 
or potentially Ray. And okay, here's my reasoning. So Finn won't do anything because he, oh he wasn't raised with any form of space Kwanzaa, unless space Kwanzaa is only for stormtroopers. So he no, doesn't no, know Finn's, about that. Finn's an atheist. <laughs> He's trying to burn this whole celebration down, and that's what this whole special is about. Look, they're like trying to convince him. <laughs> the Finn who stole Christmas. <laughs> I, w- I wonder whether like he's like still ha- like all the holidays he knows are all like the uh, like Empire ones. So he's like, oh hey guys, like isn't it really good? Like it's Subjugation Day. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> subjugation Day, the day when we celebrate when you know like the Republic was destroyed in one fell swoop. Like what the hell? Yes, <laughs> yes please. Oh my god! It sounds like a good movie just on its own. Like, can we just have a whole bunch of cultures trying to celebrate like a holiday together? Yeah, <laughs> one holiday together, and then everybody's like just super chill, no violence, you know, none of that. Just have to spend the dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Um, so yeah, uh, Marshall, what are your thoughts on this? Does this look like you know something you might be interested in? Does it look like a, a you know something that'd be fun, or or are you just like not really about this? Or so yeah, tell me what tell me what's up. I, th- I think it's going to bring some uh, uh, some some positivity to us this year. A uh, silly Christmas special. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, you know, no one was happy with the sequels. The Mandalorian was pretty, you know, seriously played out. So why not? Let's have a, let's have a, a silly Christmas special. I'm I'm all for it. All right, that's cool. Uh, Harrison, are you kind of feeling the same way, or is this just something that looks a little like too like childish for you? Or are you are you about it? Are you like into it? No, I think this will be fun. This is definitely one of the few things that like is keeping um, the sequel trilogy around that I don't, I'm actually got time for. Uh, I'm not really interested in seeing much else, but a Lego one, yeah, I'll check that out. All right, cool. You know, what's also cool about this is it's, I mean, it's not canonical, but it's also set after the rise of Skywalker. So I'm finally like, yes, something after the rise of Skywalker, like. <laughs> Please continue that story. <laughs> I, I like I said, it just depends on the writers. Get different writers on there, and, and a, an adventure with Ray, Finn, and Poe might be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and of course, your favorite character of all time. We're gonna have Rose Tycho tagging along with everyone else. Oh, she dies in the first novel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, like Ray, Ray training up, huh? <laughs> No, but like uh, I don't know, like uh, kind of what they did with Legends have, but like have Ray like start the next Jedi Order. You know what I mean? Kind of see where Poe goes. Please grow him out and create more of a character out of him. And, and yeah. same with Finn. Maybe he goes after like all the stormtroopers and and uh, tries to fix them all up and stuff. There's more story. Yeah, I want to see about more about uh, Poe and Zori. Yeah. Yeah, yes. 100%. Yeah, there's yes. more stories to be told, and they kind of set up some stuff. So I don't mind if it's in book slash comic book form for a little bit till they can get their movie shit straight. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm kind of mildly invested if 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 uh, I know there's some other people that can do, like, good job with this stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I could see how this could be a fun little story. Like, you know, just, and if it's not canon, I could see how it would just be, like, fun thing, thing to watch. I got one more question. Uh, Marshall, so originally... Boba Fett was the uh, like the guest star, was like he was like the the special guest that showed up in the holiday special. That's what made it famous. So in this go around, who's going to be the special guest that shows up in the Lego holiday special? Go ahead, George Lucas. <gasps> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That would be mind blowing. <laughs> you know, George famously 
not much to do with this new trilogy but making part of the Christmas special because it's Christmas and we can all set aside our differences of George Lucas and celebrate with him. He would hate that so much. I know. <laughs> that would be so awesome. I forfeit my answer. <laughs> I want George Lucas. Okay, so, uh, well, Sebastian, it's your turn. So who's going to be the special guest star? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I would have assumed they would. Okay, so uh, real quick, uh, there is a little bit more information on this. There is going to be some like sort of time travel escapades where like Ray learns the meaning of life day. So she goes to like past, present and future sort of where she goes throughout the entire Star Wars saga. And there's going to be one like battle between like everybody. And there's like Darth Maul with his missing legs and stuff like that. Um, and like three different versions of Obi-Wan. So it's going to be wild. Um, I want them to do something with Boba Fett, but I want it to be like a joke. Like I want it to be something where like we think it's gonna be super badass, but the, the I don't know, like a young Boba or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. I'm assuming maybe Din Djarin, you know what I mean? But I don't know, something like that. That's why I said George Lucas. So. <laughs> All right then, um, uh, Harrison. What do you think? Who, who's going to show up in the Christmas special? Well, if uh, it's going to walk in the uh, footsteps of the original uh, holiday oh special, they need a big musical number. So, and uh, just like how we had Jefferson Airplane coming in and changing the name to Jefferson Starship for yes. the special, I think we need something of equivalent value um, in today's society. So, what we need. Um, is we need someone to come on and, you know, really dedicate themselves. So I think it's going to be best when Cardi B comes on and yes. officially announces that she's changing her name to Cardi BB-8. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, are you sure it's not Cardi Brick? <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I've only Don't just recovered from way. the receipts joke. <laughs> you dropped Cardi BB-8. <laughs> I need a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> See, I just imagine Cardi B's head rolling around on the ball instead of Baby A's little like, bubble head. <laughs> okay, so with that, I think we can move on. Um, so yeah, we had this uh, new. We're gonna move on to our next topic. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. We had a new reveal trailer. Let me turn that down. Uh, yeah, we Rainbow Six Siege had a new reveal trailer, uh, uh, and Marshall, I think this will be of particular interest to you, is that it uh, had the reveal yes. of Sam Fisher. Yes. Yeah, his name is Zero. And so, yeah, we're uh, we're getting him in this in a new thing. And so, as I said, they had a reveal trailer that was played earlier today, mm-hmm. and it shows all kinds of new stuff for uh, Rainbow Six Siege. So. Is this something you're excited for? Are we? Are, is this something you're not excited for? Like, is this just them trying to, to like tide you over until the next Splinter Cell game? Ooh, what's up? What's up? A, a bit of both. I, you know, I, I love Siege. I've loved it since it came out. I've been playing it for five years. That's and, really cool. Yeah, we've been talking about a new Splinter Cell game for a while now, and then this, this, uh, Sam Fisher was actually leaked a long, long, long time ago uh, on the Siege Reddit. But um, some of the operators have these like elite skins that you can pay real money for. And it was assumed that this Sam Fisher skin was just an elite uh, skin for one of the existing operators. So no Do one really elite... thought anything of it. Um, yeah. Do you mind if I ask a quick question? Do the elite skins like put um, like just a different skin and voice lines on a pre-existing character? 
just skins, weapon skins, uh, weapon charms. No, no new voice lines or anything. But you get so like a, look like Sam Fisher if that would have happened. Yeah, that that's what people are assuming. Because okay. there is a character that is quite similar in the face, like with the beard and stuff. So they just assumed it was an elite skin for him. Um, gotcha. But yeah, I am really excited for it. Yeah, and so with uh, with that, it also shows that they've been having like other changes. Like there's, like, I guess one map. I have no idea what this map is called, but I guess they've changed it. <clears throat> you can kind of see like the before and then the after here. Like they've kind of like, yes. updated it, made uh, a new thing. What they've yeah. Uh, what they've been doing uh, for the past few seasons, um, seasons last three months in Rainbow Six, mm -hmm. uh, instead of adding new maps, they've been reworking the old ones. How is that, that for you, Mike? How is that for? And, and I'm, so, I'm so sorry for doing your job. I'm just been no, really no, it's okay. uh, Gilbert. Cool, dude. <laughs> no, I've just been really curious. Like, how is that for people that uh, have like, um, like, what if you already liked that map and then they, they just changed it? No, yeah, like, uh, yeah. So what's going on with that? People are usually pretty divided with it. Like they like the old maps because they were much simpler and yeah, you know, easier to learn. But now Siege has become so competitive. Like these new maps are they take so much longer to learn. They're bigger, there's more hallways, doors, windows. You know, and it, it is it is kind of annoying, like if you just want to play as as a casual player. Um Siege is definitely not something I can sit down after work and concentrate on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, you said there was like a season pass. Yeah, uh, Call of Duty Warzone has a season pass too. Is it? And so does Fortnite, I believe, and I believe even Hyperscape. So how, yeah, how does this one work? Is like what kind of sets it apart, or is it just basically the same as all the other ones? Like, is it how, like how does that work? Yeah. So. Uh, Siege has a season pass, just like Call of Duty. Um, if you get the season pass, you unlock all the operators as the year goes along. Um, but what people are more excited for is all the new changes that are coming to the game. We're getting new weapon sites, new gadgets, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I heard that they have, you're able to like change your uh, your reticle now, like change the color yes. and the opacity and stuff yeah. like that. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Okay, can yeah. I ask you a question? Uh -huh. like, I, I don't know if like it's aware if people know about this, but like Sam Fisher's abilities in this are like Sam Fisher esque, but meaning obviously it's like worked to be inside of um of Rainbow Six Siege, but it's so not <laughs> it's like I don't know, it's yeah. weird. It's not Sam Fisher. Did they even give him the goggles? Um, Did it even like a little local? Well, yeah, but that's because his his like game mechanic like is for a stealth game and not for a first person shooter. So they're trying to update it so mm -hmm. it is, and so yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Mar like I mean, this is yeah. He's not he's obviously not made for Rainbow Six Siege. So yes. but they are trying to make it at least somewhat like uh, you know the old games that they're making it reminiscent. Uh, Marshall, like, what do you think about that? Like, it, 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 yeah, because. Um, usually they release two operators every season, uh, an attacker and a defender. But this season we're only getting one. So I think they've probably put Sam Fisher in, in the season where they're only getting one to like, I don't know, try and hype up the season a bit more because people were kind of disappointed that we've paid for the season pass and we're only getting one new operator this season instead of two. How long but, does the season last for? Uh, three months. Okay. So every three every three months you get uh, new operators, a new map, or a rework. Uh, a battle pass comes along mid season as well. 
All right. Uh, Harrison, yeah, like you don't really play Rainbow Six Siege at all. Like you don't, you're not really a first-person shooter guy, are you? i am uh, got some experience to spend to sell, none at all of Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I mean, I like the idea. You know, I do love the idea of like bringing in characters, like especially since yeah, they're both in the Tom Clancy sort of series or mm-hmm. universe, I guess you call it. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's just not relevant to me, but I like the idea. Um, and I, But also, hearing the uh, issues that you had have made me feel a bit more concerned about it. Like that thing of, well, what if the gameplay actually isn't anything like he doesn't that feel gameplay? So. I watched a two-minute video earlier, and like the... They got the cool aesthetic of like, oh, it's the green thing when he uses his like camera operator ability. But if you take that away and a couple more things, is he even Sam Fisher? Yeah. Well, no, but that's because, again, he's not being made for a, a stealth game as a first person. Yeah. Shooter. Or on his like jacket. He doesn't even have the heads. Like, the, he, they didn't even fucking yeah. the goggles. See, Siege used to have night maps, <laughs> but I don't know what's going on with the development team, but they. The some character like skins are so dark they're hard to see in like you know uh, daytime maps. So they had to completely remove the night maps because it was almost impossible to see people in corners or anything like that. But I think <laughs> if they made a night map along with Sam Fisher and somehow implemented a night vision mode like Modern Warfare has, I think that would have been really cool. Oh yeah, dude, that'd actually be really really awesome to be able to do. Yeah. That. Okay, so. Um, is this like, so then, okay, so then Marshall, is this going to be enough to like make you want to buy this, the season pass? Are you going to like, are you going to dish out the money for Sam Fisher? Yeah, I already have the, uh, the season pass. Um, one of the, the more exciting things is we haven't had a new weapon with any of the operators for like four or five seasons now. They've just been like recycling old operator weapons, and the siege community was getting pretty pissed off with it. <laughs> so, well, yeah. So now you got your wish. You have like his new weird little like pistol. Yes. Yeah. But uh, and also all the new weapon sites and everything, and you know all all that's going to change the game, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another mechanic I saw that they that they added to the game is I guess that now they have a reinforcement pool. So now instead of everyone starting with two reinforcements, uh, you it's just whoever gets to it first. So you know that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean that's gonna apparently that's gonna help like with tactical, like, tactically wise, because I guess some people just run away from the house and just go camp out yes. in the in the diff, in the. That, that, that will help a lot because some people don't reinforce, and then you're just kind of stuck. You can't yeah. use their reinforcements for them. Yeah, I've heard that's gonna help a so lot. So this will benefit the players who actually want to take it seriously and use the reinforcements. Yeah, I heard that there's like some players who will like run off out of the house like instantly and go off to the to the corner of the map. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that I saw that uh, popped up as well is um, the oh, Ping yes. 2.0. So how happy are you about that? Is that like is that something that's gonna like super like really help you? Have you been waiting for yeah. that? Or, yeah. Is that like tell me about yeah, that? The, all these little quality quality of life changes are gonna be so good for the game that should have been in years ago, but better late than never. <laughs> Yeah, so basically one operator on the attacking team uh, has EMPs. And in, if he throws them at the walls, it destroys the gadgets on the other side. And then you can just, you know, blast your way through. But if it just if it just disables it, and then the defenders somehow take out the operator who can destroy the reinforced walls, and then the gadgets come back to life, that'll be, you know, a big advantage for them. 
So it is going to add some sort of a, some more tactical play, which is what Siege is all about. Yeah, and um, speaking of tactical play, it looks like they're adding a new piece of tactical equipment. Uh, it's like a wall breaching tool. And I guess what they what they're boasting is that you'll no longer be constricted to using uh, only like one or two yeah. operators that can do it. So yeah, what's that about? Yeah, so when the defenders reinforce a soft wall, it can only be breached by attackers that they call hard breaches. Um, so if you if the attacking team only picks one hard breacher and he dies from a spawn peak like instantly, yeah. you've pretty much got no way through the reinforced walls. You have to find a door or a soft wall through it, and that like limits your ability on attack. But now if you have the option to get through the walls with upper, other operators, that'll be a big advantage for for attackers. Yeah, I could see how that could be really useful. And like I could see how it would really be annoying. You just get picked off at the very beginning of the match and just, no, what the mm -hmm. hell? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, anyway, so it looks like they're also adding this new feature, uh, like a theater mode yeah. in there. So uh, what do you think about this? Is th This looks kind of cool. Like, do you think you might want to make any machinima videos with this? Yeah, so this replay thing on the right side is what they use in the esports matches to, like, uh, you know, show the audience. Yeah, so they've just kind of added that into the game, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, do uh, you think you're going to be making any more like Morgan Freeman videos then? <laughs> yeah, maybe Morgan Freeman commentates siege matches. Yes, <laughs> I'm definitely. Yes. Do you think Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, uh, ever plays Hyperscape? Yeah. Yes, we're gonna play. We're gonna get Morgan Freeman plays Hyperscape. So. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on around here? Is that Andy Dufresne? I see you running around on that building. <laughs> you either get busy jumping or you get busy dying. But it kills. So yeah, uh, Sebastian, um, you're not. I don't think you've ever really played uh, Rainbow Six Siege, but yeah, is this making you kind of interested, or is this something you're, that might make you jump into the game? Uh, you know, give me your thoughts. What What do you think about this? I mean, I've been wanting to for a while, and then the, um, real quick question: This is like the season of legacies or something? It, what are they calling it? Uh, uh, Operation Shadow Legacy. Yeah. Shadow Legacy. Are yeah, there going to be yeah. more? Uh, legacy characters coming in, like maybe uh, like Chavez from from Rainbow's, the original. Or is he in there? That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. See, I think it'd be kind of cool to add like other characters, like maybe like Nomad from uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, or uh, maybe yes. maybe add like Desmond Miles from like Assassin's Creed. Or hell, you know what? I'll t like any of the characters from Ubisoft's games. I'll take it. That <laughs> nah, would be yeah. cool. Or even. I mean, yeah, that would but, be cool. then, but then we have to ask: Does that ruin your poor? Your your game over there, uh, Machinima Man? No, not at all. I think that'd be cool. The more more legacy characters, the better. Yeah, you know what? Let's even add in another character. Let's add in Jason Brody from Far Cry Three. <laughs> his, his special ability is cry in the first ten minutes, and then <laughs> and then just drop some mushrooms, <laughs> <laughs> and then kill your girlfriend at the end. Hey, you know what? If if you chose that option. Yes, I did choose that option, and I will choose it every single time I play that game. It was the best option you could choose in that game. <laughs> yes, whoever didn't choose to get murdered at the end is is a homosexual. <laughs> Indeed, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are worse ways to die, Seb. We both wish to die at the hands of a sexy woman. <laughs> See, we, I think I'd be okay with that, right, Marshall? Yeah, yeah for sure. 
anyway, um, Harrison, uh, yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Like, you, like I said, you don't really like first-person shooters, do you? Yeah, no, no uh, especially not online ones. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, it's not gonna make me play it. But you know, I'm happy for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, uh, Marshall, you are our resident Rainbow Six player. Yes. Uh, so, resident Rainbow, that's me. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. No, that's your new that's your nickname. No, no more mission of a man. Oh God, damn resident it. Rainbow. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's going to be going to wrap it up for this. Are uh, you guys ready to move on to our quiz question and get and they get that rolling? Yes. I made all you guys right. something. Okay, so uh, we're going to start off with uh, Harrison. So, uh, Harrison, to reiterate, the question was, you need to take a, a beloved child's cartoon and then age it up a little bit, adding, quote, blood, uh, sex, and romance. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and let me know what your, what your show is, like what cartoon you chose, and let me know how you, how you added each of these things like how did you age it up and make it a little more mature and dark? well uh, now some may argue that this has already been done and i don't think it has correctly um teenage mutant ninja turtles Ooh. and oh, i think God. uh what we really need to do is we need to give it that riverdale treatment oh God. so i'm not talking about you know the uh live action uh transformers franchise making bullshit that happened. I forgot. Michael Bay. That's the guy. Um, none of that Michael Bay stuff. None of that like they're like dude bro teenagers. These are turtles with flippy hair and they have those bandanas on because they're so goth. And April yeah. O'Neil is like the reporter for like the high school newspaper and she discovers all these hot boys with big abs and half shells <laughs> down in the sewer. And then there's a Ninja Turtle gangbang with April O'Neil. No. <laughs> Big apps oh, and shells. So Directors funny. leave Netflix Ninja Turtle project. <laughs> See, this is even more horrible for me because you guys are just imagining four green dongs, but turtle penises have four heads on them, so I'm imagining something so much what? more. <laughs> I don't I didn't even know that. Thank you, Gilbert. Yeah, I had to learn that because my <laughs> older brothers told me that when I was like nine. <laughs> you had to. Yes, I did have to. <laughs> What did they do to you, Gilbs? Nothing good. Oh, man. But yeah, dude, it, yeah, it goes back to like when I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid, and my brother just ruined it for me by being like, you want to see what a turtle penis looks like? And it was like, dude, you're a dick. <laughs> you guys are turtle dicks, more like. <laughs> All four of them. Okay, so I got an extra question for Harrison. Um, so in this darker Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what happened to Shredder and Splinter? Uh, where are they? Are they, are they just themselves? Are they a new version? Uh, tell me what happened to them. So they're, they're basically like as they are, um, but there's just like incredible homosexual overtones <laughs> um, to both of them. There's a real like feeling that they used to date oh, God. and they're kind of <laughs> still interested in dating, but there's too much between them to do it. <laughs> Okay, so that was awesome. Uh, okay, so let's move on. Sebastian, uh, what was what is your cartoon that you have made a little darker by aging it up and adding SpongeBob? Oh God! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, see, I, I wonder if it's like what I I really hope it's what I think it is because if it is, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, there's ton of there's ton of SpongeBob PP. Well, that's, that's not what, what I was thinking. That's not what I was thinking, but okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's tons of that if if you're down for that. 
Uh, tons of suds. Um, no, no. Yeah, SpongeBob. He's moving into a new neighborhood after having like a really dark ch childhood. Like his mom, mom killed himself, and then the dad's the dad's like in jail uh, for like you know because he couldn't handle the stuff, so he drug overdose. So SpongeBob. Eventually, after being old enough and nobody wanting him in the orphanage, moves on to like a you know he's moving into his new life. Also, do mind that this entire trailer is monochromatic, and <laughs> so you're not gonna get your nice normal yellow spud this year. You're used to it's it's gonna be like a, a light lemon and <laughs> light lemon, light lemon, like like Patrick. He, he's almost skin toned, but you know with the filter that the show has going on, there's a weird saturation thing going on. But anyways, he moves into the pineapple. Everything's very realistic. Um, I, I don't know if it's it, it's not so much live action, but they try and do like a, a nice kind of cats type deal. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, he moves into like a real realistic uh, pineapple. Uh, you, you have Gary. Uh, Gary doesn't meow in this because why would he? Like, you know, we're going to recreate your favorite live action thing from a kid uh, from when you were a kid, you know. Why? Why have Scooby Doo talk in this thing? Why? Why would Gary be meow? Um, also, Squidward's dead because we're gonna take all the <laughs> the enjoyment of like all the things you would want to look forward to with this show, and you're like, okay, well, at least Squidward's gonna be in this, right? No, Squidward. Squidward died years ago. His house is across the street still, so there's some like sort of mystery thing going on okay. with that. And then yeah, you get Sandy Cheek. She's like the girl next door. You know, she she comes over and. Oh yeah, I bet she does. Is that is that actually Sandy's last name? It is. Yeah, dude. Did you not know that? <laughs> I never knew that. All I have to say is the the main point of this thing is um you, you remember <laughs> that 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 fun song the F is for friends who do so yeah that's not what F stands for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're we're gonna be when it's fun yeah let's go catch some jellyfish but yeah. Yeah, that's an entirely different thing. Oh God! So we're bringing the the young uh, hentai audience also. So mm -hmm. <laughs> see, I expect something more along the lines of like Fallout or maybe like a Mad Max kind of SpongeBob, you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, something more along those lines. Yeah, like who lives in a crack house under the sea kind of thing. Oh my God! <laughs> exactly, so, SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see SpongeBob with cigarettes coming out of each of his sponge pores. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, Marshall. With that, let's hear it. Uh, let's see if you can beat Sebastian. What is your cartoon? Oh, maybe I'm going with Dexter's Laboratory. Laboratory. Oh, laboratory. And basically, he's just like the guy from Saw, Ooh. and he does experiments <laughs> on people, not uh, not whatever he Dexter does, and um, Dee Dee, Hello, his sister, yeah, <laughs> Dee Dee, his sister, <laughs> Dee Dee actually stands for Doctor Death, and she is his assistant, and she helps uh, Dexter perform these horrific experiments. I'm sure I'm watching this. Victims, I want to watch this now. <laughs> So is the romance of this show like between Dee Dee and Mandark then? Is that is that what this is? Yes, they are secret lovers, uh, but Dexter is very protective over his sister. <laughs> and at, at, the end, at, 
at the end of season one, Dexter catches Dee Dee with Mando, and then it just like no, Dee Dee. ends. So you have to wait for season two to find out what horrific things Dexter has planned for him. <laughs> the series ends with Mandark being like, ha 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 God, I hate that kid. <laughs> Do you guys remember that one episode? Sorry, real quick call back. There was the one episode, it was a real special one, where it's just Mandark the entire time, and it's like the day in the life of Mandark. <laughs> like when he eats a cereal, he's like, choo-choo-choo, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of one of the greatest episodes of oh all my time. God, that's awesome. I'm trying to yeah. see if like we could do like a saw voice, but with just Dexter. <laughs> like, hello, Amanda. You don't know. No, it's more like Groot. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> hello, Mandark. You don't know me. But I know you. Right. <laughs> I, what, I, oh, God, I cannot do it. Oh, well, since she died, I guess it'll never be done again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, let, uh, let's awesome answers, guys. Uh, let's recap. We have Harrison with his answer of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as if it was Riverdale. All right, <laughs> and then we have uh, Marshall with his answer of uh, uh, Dexter's Laboratory slash Saw. And uh, then finally, we have Sebastian with his weird Daybreak-esque Spongebob show. More in the vein of, I guess, like a 13 Reasons Why kind of deal. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying, kind of. Mm. Uh, You guys know that Netflix series? Yeah. No, Seb. Much like everything else you watch or or play, no one saw that but you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, guys. Um, Some really great answers this week. It's really hard to choose. I think I'm gonna have to go with Marshall's answer. However, I think oh, he's the best. Thank you, Gilbs. And not to say that your guys's weren't good. It was gonna be Harrison's, but then you came on there with Dexter's lab saw, and I just—it was the best one. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I actually really like that. Like, and that's a show I actually care about as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody, go look up that episode. It's amazing. <laughs> I just like. like I mean, there's so many like, more things like. Ah, so, what was that, Sebastian? Did you get yeah, like Mandark has like hippie parents. They try and name him um something like Starshine or something like that. That's why his name is like Mandark, because he throws together the word man and dark. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know like I know there's the whole thing like they do his origin story and he cuts his hair with that bowl. Yes. Yeah. No, it's like I'm trying to think of like all the ways you could put like saw stuff into Dexter or vice versa. Just like like inside this body. There is an omelette du fromage. Yeah. <laughs> omelette du fromage. <laughs> okay, and on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, yeah, thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, I, this has been Fulcrum Report 93, and this is, yeah, 93 episodes on our way to episode 100. So, yeah, let's hear some noise for that. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Road to 100. You guys. Who got peanut butter on the keys? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, uh, Harrison, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being a uh, guest always. And, of course, thank you for the awesome, funny answers. Why don't you tell us where we can follow you and if you have any plugs for us. Uh, yeah. Hello, yes, uh, please follow me on Twitter at Harrison Bullman and on Instagram at Harrison Bullman. Um, and uh, this week I posted down to the fan channel where I will also post other links. So if you want to check them out, go to our Discord. 
Um, and uh, I just was in the Thor the God Butcher Part 3 that came out over on the Russian Comic Book Geek channel. Um, yeah. And I played a few characters and I really enjoyed it. I also just got a sneak in an Iron Man performance, just for the hell of it. Hell yeah. Oh, I want to hear it because <laughs> we have the Marvel 1000 coming up, so I'm like, ooh. It'll be cool to hear a British man do Tony Stark. <laughs> We're taking the rest of these superheroes. Right? <laughs> we got Batman, we got Spider-Man. We're taking it all. Let's do it. <laughs> Except the Australians are both our enemy. <laughs> they must join forces to defeat the Australians. We will fight them on the fields. Yeah, Hemsworth right. is getting too many English roles. He's getting too many British accents. Yeah, god damn it, Hemsworth. I mean, they only got Chris Hemsworth so he would take his shirt off. Come on. <laughs> no, but th no, no. that's what's worse. They're kind of better because they're hot. <laughs> oh, no. You're right. <laughs> British people. Yeah. <laughs> Choose your next words carefully, Sebastian. <laughs> no, not ugly. I would. Uh, my girlfriend always say goofy looking because you I mean, watch like BBC and I'm like, why is all the dudes goofy looking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the IT crowd, the, the best thing we had to offer for a while was Matt Smith. See, that says a lot yeah. about your entire country. <laughs> <laughs> like when Matt Smith is the bar you set. Exactly why we must be afraid of the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I want to say, and I just want to throw this out, I, Harrison and Marshall are not bad-looking dudes at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I should hope so, given that we're in a relationship, Sebastian. You know, first of all, I'm a personality guy first, but oh, yes, you do look... Sebastian, all, Sebastian don't lie to me. Out. I have seen your girlfriend. That is BS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got with her because I love her big intellect. <laughs> don't you lie. I've seen a picture of your girlfriend. You can't lie to me, boy. Have you seen a picture of her? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think you've, you've shown yeah, me a picture yes. before. Yes, Tig bitties. <laughs> Tig old bitties. Tig bitties. Tig bitties. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, Marshall, yeah, uh, thank you for being on the show, and thank you for your awesome answers. Why don't you tell everyone where they can follow you, and if you have any plugs or anything to share, let's hear them. Yeah, uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MarshallsVA. Uh, you can follow me here on YouTube. Um, uh, I forgot what else you said, Gilbs. Um, thank you for having me. My stomach and face hurts. Thanks, Harrison. I'm going to be thinking about that receipt thing for a good week or two. <laughs> I don't understand why you like the receipt so much. It's just so random. <laughs> anyway. All the things. It's anyway, yeah. Bizarre. Thank you for having me, Gilbs. You've done a very good uh, thank job. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, once again, I have been Gilbert. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And yeah, I've, I've been your host for this episode. And you know what? I like it here, kind of. I think I'm going to stay. I don't think I'm going to give Sebastian his, his episode back. No, we're going to hire an Australian for next week's episode. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm your bloody host, Chris Hemsworth. Or if we didn't want to... All right, mate. Well, welcome to the bloody Fulcrum Report. And today, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, welcome quiz question. Who wants to be the ringleader, huh? You want to be a ringleader? And, yeah, uh, Sebastian, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being a guest. Uh, why don't you, we, you tell us where we can follow you and any plugs that you might have to, for us to, sh to share? Uh, <laughs> thank, you, thank, you, thank you 
thank you so much, Gilbert, by the way, for uh, and then everybody uh, has done an excellent job of hosting these past three weeks. We're, we're working our way to up to 100 episodes, and I'm just super proud of what the show has become and evolved into and digressed into. So uh, I really just want to say thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, I don't have too much to say. Just please pay attention to the channel throughout the week. I'm the guy that you mildly uh, ignore throughout your whole week. So like, <laughs> I constant, me, me and Gilbert have some videos coming out. I'll throw some hyperscape videos out because uh, I know that's kind of big right now and I'm, I'm checking that out. But uh, yeah, just please support the channel. Uh, everybody give a like and then um, check out like in the description below. Please go check out like all, all of our amazing guys uh, projects they, that they've worked on. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right. And so, yeah, this has been the Fulcrum Report episode 93. Remember to like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Fulcrum underscore report. And uh, yeah, guys. It's been great. We will see you on the next episode. Fulcrum Report, out.